You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. It's time for the 49ers Rush Podcast. Here's your host, John Chapman. 49ers win, baby! What a freaking game. 49ers come out on top 34-31. And good lord, this month has been the most entertaining. Uh, The cardiac kids continue. Uh, The fourth straight game for the 49ers to come down to the final play of the game. And it just seems like this is who we're going to be. <laughs> it's just, it's who the 49ers are. And they play very, very well. And they're able to stay in this game. The Rams play very, very well. Their season was on the line. And here's the, here's the thing I take away from today more than anything, because I am bitter as hell. The, the Rams season's over. The defending NFC champions, we sent them home. The 49ers said, bye-bye. <laughs> you sweep the division rival. You beat them in Los Angeles. Then you beat them in San Francisco. Goodbye. Enjoy yourselves. And guess what? Uh, the Rams are in a lot of trouble in the future. We'll talk about that in the offseason. But congratulations to the 49ers. And, man, Jimmy Garoppolo, he did not have a good game whatsoever. But to convert back-to-back, third and 16s in the fourth quarter uh, to get the victory, that's huge. That's clutch. You know that, That's Jimmy Garoppolo's fourth game-winning drive this season. That's his seventh in his career and his fourth uh, fourth quarter comeback um, as well this year. Four times. So, yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo, bad game. 16 of 27, 248 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions, six sacks. He had a 71 quarterback rating. Um, but, man... Those fourth quarter possessions were huge, and there's a lot of stuff we want to talk about. First off, I just want to say thank you uh, to everybody that is joining us in the 49ers Rush Podcast. Make sure you hit that like button wherever you are. 
But if you have a question that you want to get across in the chat, uh, no matter where you're listening to, whether it's Twitch, Periscope, YouTube, Twitter, uh, wherever, just type at John in the comments so that I can see it and we can get through all of this. Man, what the hell kind of game was that? It, you, you talk about... Lots, lots of takeaway. First off, coaching staff. Okay, <laughs> Robert Sala. What the hell in the first half? You can make adjustments before halftime. That's allowed. I don't know if he knows that you're allowed to talk to your players um, during the the game. Why do you have to wait? It's not a difficult adjustment to make. Uh, the backside defensive end staying at home. It's so simple. If you joined us with the hot mic app for the broadcast, uh, <laughs> holy cow! I was losing my damn mind. I, I thought by the end of the broadcast I was going to look like Robert Sala just because I pulled all my damn hair out. Uh, I got to shine that thing up. I don't know why you can't make adjustments now. Basically, the one play that all the success came for for the offense of the Rams was off a of play action and the play action boot. So a play action boot is where you fake a run play or you fake a toss or whatever, and then Jared Goff would escape outside of the pocket. And the big reason why they do that is because you're changing the pass rushing lanes and negates the pass rush because the 49ers Kyle Shanahan just said this in the after game press conference. Here's the deal. The 49ers defense is predicated on stopping the run on running downs. So they sell out everything to stop that dive. And you're not too worried about Jared Goff beating you with his legs, so he escapes outside. The boot means get outside. Um, And then the passing lanes just were open, and there was no pass rush. So what you have to do is you have to stop one player, the backside defensive end, usually to the weak side. He has to stay home. Instead of that defensive end crashing on the dive to stop the running game, you have to teach him to stay home. And it took us a full half to do that. No no reason why. You can change it. It's a very easy call. Just make a sit call. Uh, there's several different things. A stay call, whatever you want. But uh, finally make the adjustment in the second half. Then we get out of it a few times. But after that, they still had a lot of success by the play-action pass. Now, all right. Hey, the 49ers won, and that's great. We need to celebrate this because everything is still in play. The 49ers are now 12 and 3. Holy cow, we're 12 and 3 the 49ers. That's that's nuts. <laughs> that's Super Bowl caliber record for sure and it's not done. And we were in any other division of football, we would be the division winners already. But we're not. We're in the NFC West, which is a very, very tough division. Um, it's what it is. Uh, the Rams are 8 and 7 now. If they were in two other divisions, they would uh, if they were in the NFC uh, East they would have already won that division. And if they were in the AFC, they'd be a wild card team. So we just beat what should have been a playoff team and sent them home. And But anyway, the number one seed is up next week for Sunday night at Seattle. Not an easy place to play, especially in December. Uh, it's going to be crazy. And we're going to need the faithful out there more than ever. Uh, the tickets are already insanely expensive if you haven't already gotten tickets. But that's okay. It's going to be a huge gain. So first thing that we have to do is, one, this is a great victory. 12-3, and three, and especially after the stretch we just went through. It doesn't even make sense. Um, you know, if you just look at the last six weeks, we've played Seattle, we played the Packers, we played the Ravens, we played the Saints, and now we played the Rams. And now you got to go back up and play the Seattle Seahawks on the road. But if you win this game, you get a whole week off. And for the first time in a very long time, we get an extra day to prepare. We have eight days instead of the usual seven, which is nice because the Seahawks play tomorrow. Now, 
the game doesn't really matter to us uh, anymore. If we win, we're the number one seed. If we lose, uh, we're the five seed more than likely. So it does seem like all those things have set up. But now it's just very, very simple. You win, you're the one. That's all you got to focus on. And, you know, I do want to take a second before I get into questions to say, uh, man, uh, really horrible news. What happened to C.J. Beathard's family and the loss of his brother, the tragic accident. And, man, that is just absolutely awful. And I I think the only thing that we could do from where we are, if you're a religious person, definitely. But don't be an idiot on Twitter. Uh, You don't try to make it better. You don't try to force your views on other people. You don't try to tell them why it happened. That's stupid. Um, Just tell them you care and tell them that you hurt with them. And that's really it. So, uh, you know, Twitter is one of the greatest things ever uh, most of the time, but it could turn into one of the worst things ever really, really quick because people try to help others understand what's going on. Maybe I'm doing that now. Sorry, (laughs) but just tell them you care, hurt with them. And that's really all that you can do. Uh, And if you're religious, you can participate in those things as well. But uh, yeah, absolute tragedy. Now, let's get into a couple questions. Again, make sure that you just tag me at John so I can see it. Again, thank you for joining us. Make sure you hit that upvote, uh, the like button, wherever you are. It helps us out. What is up with our defense not being prepared for mobile quarterbacks? And that's the sad thing, Nick. Uh, Jared Goff is not a hashtag mobile quarterback by any stretch, but he can move. And yeah, you're exactly correct. And here's what it comes down to always. You can't stop everything on defense. You have to take away certain things, and we wanted to stop Todd Gurley. And it worked relatively well besides the red zone. Todd Gurley goes 15 rushes for 48 yards, averages just over three plays or three yards per rush. That's great. But if you just sit a defensive end, and we saw it. <laughs> the funny thing is we ran a similar play late into the second quarter where Jared Goff went play action, turned his back to the defense, turned around, and Clay Matthews was right there in his grill. And I lost my mind on the broadcast because I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> Wade Phillips felt sorry for Robert Sala because Robert Sala didn't know how to adjust to it. And so he showed him how to stop it. <laughs> and after that, we kind of figured it out. Now, I understand Robert Sala knows how to stop it, but This has been a huge issue for the 49ers. We do not make adjustments to what the other team's doing. We allow one player or one play to defeat us, and we don't adjust. If we go back to the Falcons game, we allowed Julio Jones to just beat us. We did. We didn't make the right adjustments, and we allowed them to dictate what they wanted to do. We never took away the thing they wanted to do. If you look at the Rams, we never made adjustments. You waited two full quarters, and you allowed them to get, shoot, 21 points, (laughs) all because you didn't want to make an adjustment. You've got to take away what they want. Very, very simple. If you could sit there and say my schemes, and I've been a part of coaching staffs, and they've come to the sidelines after the same play has worked and the same play has worked and the same play has worked, and you see it in the players just like, well, damn, this ain't working. And you'll hear coaches say things like, I've heard this, and one of the worst coaches I've ever worked for said, the scheme works, you're just not doing it. Well, at the end of the day, it's not working. (laughs) So uh, maybe the personnel isn't good enough. Or maybe you're the coaching isn't good enough. But what we do know is what's out there on the field hasn't worked. So as a coach, you put your players in position to be successful. And we did not do that through the first two quarters on defense. Now, the adjustments were made. Uh, you know, if you look at what the Rams did, they scored 21 points in the first half, only 10 in the second half. But 
Same for the 49ers. We only scored 10 points in the second half as well. That was all in the fourth quarter, by the way. But you've got to make those adjustments. And we do the same thing on offense as well. We allow one player to wreck shop. Uh, This game was Clay Matthews. He was all over the field, and we couldn't stop him. And we've seen this happen in the past. Shaquille Barrett did it to us early on in the season. Jadavian Clowney, who we're going to get a play again, did it to us as well. You've got uh, Grady Jarrett did it last week. You've got to stop one player. Uh, you got to. And if you can't scheme around one, then you're not doing your job as a coach. You're not putting them in the best play place to be successful. So uh, we'll see. We got Russell Wilson. You thought Jared Goff was tricky. You thought Matt Ryan <laughs> moving around the pocket and scrambling for extra yards was tricky. Guess what? You get Russell Wilson. But this is what we've got in the playoffs. And you got to play against those teams. You, you got to. So, And there's a great chance, again, you know, we're probably going to see Seattle twice. I, I really do believe that, just because the way the seedings match up. Because uh, we're probably going to be the first and the five seed, and so uh, I expect both of us to win the first round, regardless of who the uh, Seattle Seahawks and the 49ers to win in the first round. And if that's the case, it's probably going to be a first and a five seed again. Uh, because if this, we'll just have to see what happens. Because the three seed is tough. The top three seeds are tough, and the five seeds tough. Because you've got the I mean, there's the hierarchy. There's four great teams in the NFC West or in the NFC. You've got the Seattle Seahawks, the 49ers, obviously, then the Saints and the Packers. One of those is going to have to. <laughs> it's going to be tough, and you know those two teams they're going to be playing each other often. It really, really is. All right, here we go. Ugly win today, but at least they didn't lose. Um, yeah, <laughs> at least we, it came down close, and it looked bad after that sack. And, you know, when you go out there and it's third and 16, how you convert back-to-back third and 16s. And somebody said in the press conference, Kyle Shanahan was 0 for 15 <laughs> on third and 16. His last, uh, third and, his last 15, third down and 16 to go, he was 0 for 15. You go out and you get back-to-back ones on the same drive. Um yeah. Oh, man. Here we go. Casey, you are after my heart here. What do you think about starting Mosley over Spoon? I was calling for it loud and proud. The last two games for Akella Witherspoon have been the two worst of his career. And we saw this happen in his second year, his very first year starting. Whenever he loses confidence, he's the worst corner in the NFL. I think he allowed nine for nine um, last week versus the Falcons. And he allowed at least two touchdowns today, several missed tackles uh, in run game. And he just, he got dusted on a single, it wasn't even a move. It was just a drag route in man coverage versus Cooper Cup. No missteps, no juking, nothing. Just, he just ran a drag route. And he dusted Akella Witherspoon. Cooper Cup's one of the slowest wide receivers in the NFL. You're talking about a high 4-6 guy. Now, he's very shifty, but he didn't shift. <laughs> he just dusted um, Akella Witherspoon. And anytime it's in man coverage, Akella Witherspoon's one of the worst corners ever. He is a zone corner only. So, uh, the reason why... The Rams kept going empty set is because we we to generate pressure we started blitzing okay so we were bringing five or more men on third down and crucial down so what they would do is they would go in an empty set and they'd say fine bring pressure because if you're gonna blitz in an empty set you have to run straight man coverage and the reason why they did that was all because of Akella Witherspoon because they understood whenever he's in man we're just targeting him uh, Emmanuel Mosley is a hell of a cornerback he's great and for some reason. 
Kyle Shanahan doesn't bench players. Tevin Coleman started again today for some god-awful reason. Uh, Matt Breida, who we haven't even brought up yet, didn't even get a play on offense. He was special teams only. Yeah, Matt Breida fumbled last week, and that was huge. Matt Breida is a great damn running back. But why the hell is Tevin Coleman starting? I don't get that at all. Uh, he goes five uh, rushing attempts for 33 yards. He had those two uh, late runs to save the day. Um he was awful. Raheem Mostert, 11 carries, 53 yards, and a touchdown. Um, Raheem Mostert is head and shoulders above Tevin Coleman. But it's it's what it is. There's lots of different things. Definitely need to bench Akella Witherspoon until uh, he comes back around. You got Emmanuel Mosley, and he's played very, very well um, at, that, at both corner positions. Um, anyway. Why were there no checkdowns from Jimmy? Um, who are all the sacks on? So, great question from Ultimate Boy. Uh, here's the deal. It starts at the wide receiver position, okay? So, the wide receivers did not get open at all all night. They were just completely shut down. They were completely shut down. And a lot of this we'll be able to see once we do the breakdown, which we'll be doing on the Patreon account. So, if you haven't joined Patreon, please go do so. Uh, Patreon.com and type in 49ers Rush Podcast. It's going to pull up Join the Frank Gore tier. It's $8. And what that gets you is full breakdowns of coaching film, the all 22 and everything. I'm going to explain exactly why it is. Because the broadcast angle that it shows you, you don't see what's happening with the wide receivers. So it has to start there. Wide receivers suck for the 49ers. Wide receivers suck bad for the 49ers. Um, they're very, very bad. Emmanuel Sanders had that one huge play at the end and saved the day, which was great. That was awesome. Love that it happened against Jalen Ramsey, too. He can suck, suck a big one. I hate that guy. Um, but he's a hell of a player. Great football player. But anyway... The wide receivers aren't open. So you see Jimmy Garoppolo going through his progression. Now he's got to check down or throw the ball away. But the reason why we couldn't check down is because we stayed in max protection the whole time. So instead of having Kittle chip or a, a running back chip and then release into the flats, we had to keep him in. So our check down route wasn't there because we were in protection. Uh, and so that's problematic. Now eventually the last drive of the game, we, we said screw it go out for passes and it worked out wonderfully well and we brought in a two tight end set which we didn't do very often um and so that was huge as well so number one the wide receiver starts two yes jimmy garoppolo holds on to the ball too long um and he didn't have his check down receivers because we were max protecting so often. Yeah, Aaron Donald got his. Uh, that's that's going to happen. Daniel Brunskill played great at right guard, by the way. Uh, he came in for Mike Person, and he played wonderfully well. The best runs of the game were right at Aaron Donald, and it was all because of Brunskill. Now, he got beat once, but you could take that. You know, um, Aaron Donald gets a sack and a half. Dante Fowler got two and a half sacks, and a lot of those were covered sacks. Because uh, Jimmy Garoppolo is holding the ball, and you know you don't want him to turn the ball over, but you can't throw it to people that aren't covered. You just can't do it. But you've got to say, <laughs> hell of a game by Jimmy Garoppolo. 16 to 27, 248, one touchdown, two interceptions, six sacks. But he did enough to win. He did enough to win, uh, and he came in clutch in the fourth quarter. He put up two fourth quarter drives that were good enough to win the game. He really, really did. Uh, so, yeah, was Kittle amazing? No. Uh, but was he good enough to win? He sure as hell was. And that's what it matters. That's what it matters. Why does it seem Sayla can't make adjustments in the first half? I have no damn clue. I have no clue. Um, it, it doesn't make sense what Robert Saul is doing. And for all the people that are saying, you know, Robert Saul is going to be a head coach, he might be. Not this year. 
head coaches make adjustments. We don't make adjustments. Um, and you got to say Kyle Shanahan, I really wish he would. He, Kyle Shanahan is a player's player and a coach's coach. And what I mean by that is this. And you could go back to his days with the Cleveland Browns and Matt, uh, Mike Pettin as the head coach. And Kyle Shanahan has talked about this multiple times. You let your coaches coach. You hire them for a reason. You let them coach. He's not the type of coach that's going to overstep him and tell him, hey, you need to do this. That's not who he is because Mike Pettin was that coach in Cleveland as a head coach when Kyle Shanahan was the OC. And <laughs> that doesn't work. You've got to trust your coaching staff and you got to be loyal. And Kyle Shanahan's loyal to a fault. And so he's going to allow them to make their mistakes. Um, now suggestions might be made, but he's the defensive coach for a reason, and he's not going to overturn or tell him, "Hey, you need to do this." Perhaps he should sometimes, but yeah, Witherspoon, that dude's got to go, man. Ah, it's rough unless you're going to stay in true zone. But if you're going to be bringing blitzes, you can rotate corners. Other teams do it all the time. Um, you're in zone. Kello Witherspoon, I have no problem with him being starter. You're going to be blitzing like crazy and putting him in man coverage. You're in for a rude awakening. Um, yeah, it's it's rough. Uh, Isaac, got my shirt from the giveaway. Oh, awesome. Uh, <laughs> uh, hopefully you enjoy the shirt, Isaac. Appreciate that. Why did the defense slow down in the second half? Um, some adjustments were made, so they stopped doing the boot, and they just stayed back. And, yeah, that was a problem. Not a lot of pressure. We are missing D. Ford more than we miss anybody. D. Ford is key to this defense. Hopefully he returns this week. He's been out for three weeks. He is an X factor of this defense, even if it only gets 20 snaps. Because if you're just getting him out there on second and long and third down situations, D. Ford is key. We've got to have D. Ford. I really hope he plays this week. Marcel Harris, by the way. Holy cow, played awesome. Back-to-back great games by Marcel Harris. Dropped the interception, which was key. Could have iced the game right then and there. But Marcel Harris has played well. Uh, Pro football focus grades are going to come out soon. He's going to be one of the top defenders, if not the top guy, for back-to-back weeks. He was so positive uh, in the pass and the run game. Marcel Harris has always been good in the run game, uh, except for when he misses tackles because he lowers his shoulder. But holy cow, um, yeah, that's huge. Uh, from Neo, where was Brita? Is he still hurt? No, he was out there on special teams uh, on punt return, which he didn't used to be out there on. And so, yeah, I don't. Brita didn't get one snap on offense, and that really bothers me, especially with Tevin Coleman playing so bad. Um, yeah, I don't get it. <laughs> Nick Witherspoon was abysmal. I love it that you capitalized that. I also like that you let me say abysmal. Uh, so thank you guys. <laughs> A long time 49ers Rush uh, fans get that one. So uh, love you guys too. Thanks, David. Really, really appreciate it, man. Thanks for joining us. Um, we didn't get a single sack. Should we be concerned? Hell yeah, we should. Now, the pressures were huge. I think we had 16 pressures in the game, and we affected a lot of things, which were huge. But yeah, no sacks. No sacks. Again, you've got to have D Ford in there. And Nick Bosa continues to make plays. Really, really did. Eric Armstead had a hell of a game as well. DeForest Buckner disappeared. I don't even think I called DeForest Buckner's name one time during the entire broadcast besides the fact I said, where is DeForest Buckner? Um, I don't even think he, yeah, he registered one tackle. He had one tackle. Um, That was it. That was it. Um, so that that's huge. The, the defense hasn't been the same the, the last six weeks. You're exactly correct. First eight weeks, no team got over 20 points. Uh, last seven weeks, every team has gone over 20 points except for two. 
So a lot of things happening there, and yeah, Bosa's huge. He's he's great. Thank God for Emmanuel Sanders. Which you take you take away that last catch, you're exactly correct. And man, I I, I wanted to watch the film. I don't think he got touched on that play. I, I really think he fell down. Uh, maybe he touched his leg, but. Yeah, the safety just overran it. The safety was in the wrong coverage. And so on that last the the last third and sixteen, just a simple post route, nothing special from Emmanuel Sanders, but it looked like there was a cover three set up the way the safety was playing, but he thought he was in the sideline third instead of deep third. And he just ran himself out of the play. I don't know what he was looking at. And Jalen Ramsey yelled at him at the end. That was the rookie Taylor Rapp out of Washington that was just out of position. And, you know, Jalen Ramsey got burnt, but the safety should have been sitting there in the middle. It's just a blown coverage. And you could see it from the coach's staff and the body language of everybody, which was huge. Um, anyway, should have gotten more intentional groundings on golf. Yeah, we missed two. Yeah, there were two of them that were missed calls for sure. But uh, huge plays nonetheless. Uh, from Nick, why is it that Shanahan seems too shy uh, away from running the ball? We needed to open up the play action. Yeah. We got in the second half, and he basically said, "Screw it." <laughs> he said, "We're just we're putting the hand, the ball in the hands of Jimmy Garoppolo, and we're just going for it." And you know, it kind of worked. Sixteen to twenty-seven, man. And I would take a real quick break just to talk about our betting with MyBookie.ag, huge sponsors of the show. Promo code Forty Niners to double your deposit. We hit on every bet and barely missed on our huge uh, triple-up parlay. So <laughs> we bet the over, which they covered in the first half so surely everybody got paid on that that bet with us but then we did the trifecta bet i bet each one individually uh you know kittle would score a touchdown check got paid on that one kittle over 75 yards check got paid on that one 49ers win check got paid on that one jimmy garoppolo to throw for 250 yards he throws for 248 ah (laughs) two yards shy uh, but that's okay. Uh, we still made a lot of money this week betting on my bookie. We just did not hit on the huge parlay, uh, which would have just made it an insane amount of money uh, if you guys bet with us. And we're, we continue to do that. MyBookie.ag, it is the number one sports betting site in the world. They have supported the 49ers Rush podcast for a long time. Cannot say thank you enough to them. And uh, we're going to keep betting with them. And so we'll have more bets uh, later on this week for the upcoming week 17 as well. But again, just want to say thank you to MyBookie. Again, head over there, MyBookie.ag. Use promo code 49ers49ERS. They'll double your initial deposit up to $1,000. And it's just such a uh, easy site to bet on. They have everything. Uh, I was clicking around on there earlier this morning. Um, you could literally bet how many Republicans will vote for or against the impeachment proceedings. They bet on everything. Um, anyway, Back to the 49ers. Here we go. Why the hell is Jimmy so indecisive with the ball? I'm with you, Curtis. I don't mind throwing the ball away. I don't like sacks, especially whenever he fumbled two sacks, you know, or at least bobbled them. Um, yeah, I, I'm with you. You got to check the ball down. I wish we'd get him out of the pocket more often, very similar to what the Rams did. Get him out of the pocket. Well, I take that back because we did do a play-action boot, and sure enough, Clay Matthews almost drilled Jimmy Garoppolo, so I guess that's why we didn't answer my own question. There we go. Curtis Witherspoon was trash. Yep. Big time. Um, Alex, if Seattle loses this week, does that change the seeding situation? Not for us, it doesn't. Um, It does change the seeding so they could end up the sixth seed. 
So that is key. So if they lose this week and next week, then Seattle can end up the sixth seed. Uh, 49ers doesn't really adjust with us at all because we won today. If we lost versus the Rams and then the Seahawks lost, it would have helped us out. But uh, no, it doesn't really affect us whatsoever as far as things go. But you still got to root against them um, just because that could make them the sixth seed, which uh, would mean that they would have to play the three seed, which would be huge. So instead of the Seahawks playing against the Cowboys, um, they would have to play against Green Bay or the Seahawks in that wild card round, which nobody wants that. Um, Again, that five seed is key which the 49ers seem like we have it locked up for sure. Um, yeah, it, there's still a weird place where we could end up as the sixth seed, but it's almost impossible. Um, yeah, it, it, we're going to be the one or the five seed. That's just what it's going to be. Um, so let's see here. A couple other questions. How do you feel about the trajectory of Marcel Harris? Danny, uh, I'm with you 100%. I love Marcel Harris. Um, I don't like him as the free safety, which we have done several times over the past three weeks, but holy cow, nothing makes a player get healthier than your backup playing well. And I guarantee you this, Chikwaski Tart's going to be healthy this week (laughs) because Marcel Harris, man, he's turning it into a heck of a player. And if he makes that interception, you're talking about one of the players of the week. Now, I haven't even mentioned Fred Warner yet, and that's a disservice, and I apologize. Fred Warner was amazing. Fred Warner was amazing. That pick six, holy cow. That's going to be shown on coaching clinic across the United States. That was amazing man coverage. That's exactly how you play man coverage. Just a simple flare route by the wide receiver as an outlet. But we ran a defensive stunt, and Nick Bosa was right in the face and throwing lane of Jared Goff. Again, one of those stats. You know, It's not going to show up anywhere for Nick Bosa, but the pressure that he got... He took away the whole field for Jared Goff. And so he had to check down to his outlet. And so he throws that blind because he can't throw it straight ahead because Bosa's coming right at him. He did a stunt. It was a tackle in stunt where the defensive tackle shoots up field. Bosa stutter steps and comes over through the A-gap. So right in the face of Jared Goff and was about to hit him. So Goff is taught, well, you can't have it. Pressure's coming. Check down, hit the flare out. But Fred Warner jumped on that. Very reminiscent of almost a robber safety jumping the curl route. It was awesome. Awesome. Uh, he came up and just made a hell of a play. Almost stumbled, but uh, got into the end zone. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets some accolades this week because 11 tackles, had a pass defense as well, and the pick six. Uh, you know, he's been NFC player of the week once. He's been NFC player of the month once. Very, very possible he could become NFC player of the week again because that was a huge play, and everybody saw it, So, which is always key as well because whenever it happens in prime time like that, uh, everybody sees it, everybody remembers it. Curtis, defense hasn't been the same. Uh, same injuries related or just better teams or scheme. No, uh, it's scheme. And D Ford has been key. And when D Ford was out there, Demontre Moore was great, right? He came in as backup. Then he gets injured. Um, also, DJ Jones has been great. He's out. Julian Taylor provided a little bit of spark. Now he's out. And so, Akella Witherspoon's been problematic, but the safeties played well. The safeties are kind of the biggest question mark of this defense, I believe. And they have been delivering. So, very, very excited about that. Love our scheme. Just wish we would teach our backside in not to pursue and to sit instead of chase down the run game. Um, But that's just me. Uh, Why is that Shanahan? Yeah. 
Sorry about that. I already asked that question. Um, here we go. Question from uh, Technischick. I can't say that. All right. It's not just in-game adjustments, but I feel like we don't adjust from game to game. Uh, we know how teams are going to attack our defense, and so we just don't adjust. You're exactly right. Yeah, you are exactly right. That We are a flow-heavy team, and that's a weird phrase, but let me explain what that means. When the offense, we go to the flow side. So Kyle Shanahan runs an outside zone blocking scheme. So what we will do is, let's say the offense is flows right. You can tell the play side is going to be the offensive right. The defense will over-pursue to the left because we want to take away the run game to force third and long, so that way we can go after the passer. That's the simplest philosophy for the 49ers defense. Stop the run, force third and long, go get the passer. That's what we want to do. So because of that, and we've shown that on film, it's not a surprise. We're not trying to hide it. We're going to take away everybody's run game. So because of that, they're able to take advantage of our over-aggressiveness or over-pursuit to the flow side of the offensive ball. So because of that, backside counters, um, quarterback keeps on the zone read, all those plays, play-action boot, those are highly successful against us. Now you can take one player and ruin that, just like the Rams did with Clay Matthews. You just sit your backside end. You sit them down. And as a coach, you tell your player, look, if flow goes away from you and nobody blocks you, you tell them and you practice this. Say, counter, cut back, reverse, then go. <laughs> very, very simple. Literally, you tell them, stick your damn feet in the ground and don't move. So flow away, you have them yell it out loud. Counter, cut back, reverse. That one count or second and a half Somebody's going to come at you. If they don't, then you get in your pursuit angle and then you go. You got backside cutback. But um, it's a simple adjustment. We did it. Uh, it's, uh, you don't have to change much. You just tell your defensive end to sit. And if you don't want to do that, you tell your backside linebacker to, f- to scrape off the edge. And if you don't want to do that, you tell your safety. Uh, look, this is your responsibility on the backside. Uh, there's lots of ways to get around this. It's very, very simple. It's just Robert Sala doesn't want to take one player away from the run game. Uh, that That's more important to him. And you got to adjust or at least shake it up. How many play action passes did they run? Probably 40. I don't even think I'm exaggerating. They threw the ball 46 times. I think probably 35 of them were off play action passes. You got to stop that. Um, Danny, on a scale of 1 to 10, how stoked were you that Roz Dwelly... Oh, man. Uh, Danny, if you guys were listening on the Hot Mic app, uh, if you haven't joined it already, please go do so. It's an absolute blast. Um, So instead of listening to the people that don't know the 49ers, um, download the Hot Mic app. It's available everywhere. Uh, Just type H-O-T-M-I-C, one word. It's got a little flame on there. And then use promo code RUSHESF, R-U-S-H-E-S-F, no spaces. And listen to the broadcast. I do play-by-play. I do it all. And it's 49er specific. And we have a chat. So if you have questions during commercial, I can explain what's going on and why and all those things. But, yes, when Roz Dwelly got that uh, catch, I went nuts, man. Dwelly's been an unsung hero for the 49ers this year. He's been huge. Uh, he comes in and replaces Kittle whenever Kittle's out, and he, he converts those fourth downs to get the win earlier on in the year. Then use check goes down. He steps in at fullback and does a hell of a job. Then we just kick him to the curb. He gets like six to ten snaps. And so we start using Kittle in pass protection because we can't block. And I'm screaming, <laughs> saying, look, do not use Kittle for pass protection. If you want to chip and then release, that's fine. Bring an additional tight end. Use them to block, let Kittle out. 
That was right before the drive where Kittle goes nuts and gets his touchdown. But, uh, yeah, whatever. Dwelly got that big catch. I was so happy. He is a hell of a player. I really do wish that we would use him a lot more than we do. He's getting about 6 to 12 snaps a game. It should be 25 because he's a difference maker. He helps in pass protection, and he's clutch, man. That kid is special. He would be a starting tight end, I think, for 15 teams in the NFL. Uh, For us, it's what it is. It's what it is. Uh, Real quick from Tech. It's not – oh, yeah, (laughs) sorry. The questions are reposting twice. I don't know why. Sorry about that. Uh, John, I'm late to the party, but how concerned are you uh, about this defense playing Russell Wilson? We can do it. Russell Wilson's amazing, uh, still in the MVP consideration for sure. Um, even though it's gonna, it's Lamar's. It's already locked up. But I, I do use really a lot, Curtis. I use it really a lot. I know I will work on that. Thank you. I appreciate you guys calling me out on stuff. I love it. Uh, my wife and children call me out on stuff too, since they listen to the podcast. So I, I love it. <laughs> get it from home and from you guys. <laughs> but yeah, please. I have thick skin. Bring it on. I don't mind. Um, but the issue is this, uh, Niner by nature. For Russell Wilson, you have to be very, very sound, and you have to make him uncomfortable. Now, he does get sacked a lot. 49ers don't sack anybody anymore, it seems like. If D Ford's back there, that's going to help considerably. But Fred Warner's going to be key because he's got to be there in spy situations, and he's got to stop the run. And so that he's got to have a heavy thing. Now, we could beat Russell Wilson. We beat him last year. Uh Barely lost this year. Should have beat them this year. 49ers can beat any team in the NFL. I don't care who they are. The 49ers are as good, worst case scenario, as everybody in the NFL. But, um, yeah, you're right. It's going to be a tough matchup. The Seahawks can beat anybody on a given day. So can the 49ers. So we got to see what's going to happen there. Yeah, D Ford's key. Thank you, Zach. Uh, we're missing without D Ford. We're seeing how important he really is. And whenever we lost all the other defensive linemen, it really did stress how important D Ford is. But I guarantee you this, once he gets back, if he is healthy, the defense is going to be closer to what it used to be because he's so damn quick. Uh, <laughs> He's he's so damn good. He and he does it in such a uh, fast way. There's not very many people in the world that are like him that can get to what he is. Uh, from Fred, real quick, couple more questions before we jump off here today. What a great damn game! Uh, Got to say that again. Thirty-four to thirty-one. How crazy is it? The 49ers are twelve and three this year. And you know, I talked about this during the broadcast, and I mentioned it before on the podcast as well. The first two seasons of Bill Walsh, he had losing seasons, was awful. Then third year goes 13-3, and goes on to win the Super Bowl. Kyle Shanahan, first two seasons, uh, losing records, awful. Then uh, got a chance to go 13-3. and You get that one seed. Mm. Man, one seed is key because, one, you get a, pl- you get a week off. Everybody gets a rest. Two, everybody's got to come to San- Santa Clara to win. Uh play at home you don't want to go to the superdome even though we already did in one you don't want to go to lambeau even though we could we beat we beat the tar out of them but that extra game and the home games are key so excited for that um so really quick from fred get in the sense that jimmy g is clutch on game winning drives even though i wanted him to punch uh the tv tonight uh elite quarterbacks are clutch in the fourth quarter you're right and that's his fourth fourth quarter comeback this year um so you're talking out of 16 games He's delivered four victories uh, in the fourth quarter, which is, that's nuts. Uh, Jimmy G is for real. Does he make mistakes early? Yes. 
but I loved how aggressive we were. If you look back at the Falcons, we didn't attempt one pass over 20 yards uh, in the air. We didn't do it. We did tonight. I have to go back through film and break all that down once pro football focus numbers come out tomorrow. Uh, But, yeah, what an absolute performance from Jimmy Garoppolo, who just came in clutch. That's what he is. And, again, make sure you guys follow me and join my Patreon account so that you can break down film with us. We've had a lot of people joining us. Really do appreciate that. And here's the thing. 49ers rush with all the money and the views and all the stuff we're getting. We're developing quite the team, and we have a little bit of financial capital backing some of these productions now, and we have a team uh, that is putting out a lot of stuff. We have an Instagram account, 49ers Rush Podcast, no spaces. Go follow us on Instagram. We have a Facebook page where we can chat during the week and put a lot of stuff up on there. A lot of people aren't on Twitter. And so that's fine. And if you're not, if you're a Facebook person, we got something for you. The 49ers Rush Podcast uh, fa- uh, Facebook page. Uh, we've got a LinkedIn. We, we were setting things up because the goal of this broadcast, I've been doing this for three and a half years now, and it started off as a fun thing just because, you know, I used to coach football. I don't anymore. And I wanted to find a way to bring the 49ers kind of things together, and I just enjoy talking 49ers. But it's kind of blown up now. (laughs) Uh, We're averaging just over 17,000 downloads and plays per episode, and we're not satisfied. I want this to grow into something special, and we've got a lot of quality people that are joining us and helping us along the way. So um, head over there. If you want to be a part of that, if you want to help us out, and if you want more content, we got you. Not to mention the launching of a website, NinersRush.com, which there's an awesome mock draft up by Brandon Zenos. He did a hell of a job. Head over there, NinersRush.com. Click on the articles section. Man, awesome (laughs) mock draft. How great is it that we could just do mock drafts for fun now because we're still in playoff contention? But we want to be the people that provide you with your 49ers content. And so I can't say thanks enough for all the support, all of the views, all the downloads and staying with us. I mean, it's been a long time. Some of you guys listen to me too damn much, but that's okay. Uh, so much so you call me out on what I say. Keep it coming. Uh, I love it. But we've got a lot of stuff in store for you. We've got an extra day this week with the holidays, but make no make no mistake. 49ers Rush Podcast, it's continuing. You got all four podcasts this week, two video breakdowns. We're going to be broadcasting the Sunday game. We're not going anywhere, baby. We got a lot to celebrate, a lot to talk about. We'll have two full uh, podcasts coming up in the next three days, so stay tuned for that. And as always, just want to say thank you guys. Uh, Can't say thanks enough for all the support that you guys give. Really do appreciate it. It means a lot. really does. So until next time, stay strong, faithful. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.